how you do everybody hope you're all keeping well um really highly requested episode coming up on this one i've got heather on who is a only fans creator and she also does stripping as well so we're talking about that industry and how heather makes her money really really interesting um and i covered all the questions that listeners had sent in so please let me know what you think about it big thanks as always to paul at let me repair for the continued sponsorship check them out online thanks i'll speak to you soon heather thank you for coming on you would not believe the amount of people that have messaged the page see before i'd even spoke to you saying get somebody on that does like only fans creation or, yeah. or something in that line of work because it's everywhere and obviously by pure luck the whole shit we only fans happens uh, the same oh God, yeah I, that is true and it, it was the same week wasn't I, it? Yeah. same week yeah um and I had everybody message me like that. Did you know anything about this? I'm like, fuck, I don't know anything about that. Is, that is good. Like, that is good luck there. <laughs> um, so I appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on. I appreciate okay. it's something that some people are happy to talk about. Some people mm-hmm. aren't happy to talk about. For you, obviously, the, the, the first question, and it's a question that everybody sent me. Mm-hmm. How did you get into it in the first place? Um, well, I got into it, first of all, for stripping. Yep. Um, so I started when I was 19, 20. Mm-hmm. I've just come up for 26 now. Yeah. Um, and I got into it because I was a student and I needed money. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit wild back then. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were on. But um, do you want to know how I got in the stripping first or only fans? Yeah, first? not even that. But so, teen, then, mm-hmm. when you're obviously a student and yeah. you'll know yourself, most students at that point will maybe go and get a job in Tesco mm-hmm. or, or something like that. But what got you into that area? Right. Because that's a bold yeah, it's <laughs> move. Yes. So basically I was um, in my first year and I was working in a cafe and I lo- I did love the cafe and that, mm-hmm. but um, I just wasn't making enough money. Like I was working constantly right. and like I was on minimum wage and yeah. Uh, so I like Googled like um, what's like the best jobs to have. And it was like <laughs> stripping waitress. Right. And I was like, you can make tips. And I was like, oh, well, I'll do that. So then I ended up working in the strip club as a receptionist. Right. Okay. And then I loved it. Like, and I was making tips like on reception. Like guys were just yeah, so not even yeah. doing anything. Like that. I was just yeah. sitting there, and like guys were just giving me all their mo- like money, and they would sit at my desk and they would talk to me all night, and they'd be like, "You're so like." It was the first time when people would be like, "Oh, you're so pretty and beautiful," and I'm like, "Really? <laughs> thanks." I was like, "They're like, you have a nice body." I was like, "I didn't even know that, but thanks." <laughs> um, and then my friend was dancing down in Newcastle, right. and I was like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna take the plunge." And I went oh. in and did it, and I worked. My first night it was a Wednesday night, right. and two customers came in, and I made twenty pound. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know it's just bad. but then I went back that weekend and I think I made like £500 my first weekend Jeez. and like because I was working minimum wage for so long yeah. I like opened my purse and I seen all the money I'd never seen that much cash in my life overnight milk and milk. I was like counting it in the sink and it was I put it in like the sink <laughs> and I was like oh my god like this is insane and was it and just that bug of yeah and that night like right. I just was I've ne- I'd never seen that much money in my life and mm-hmm. I was like ah, this is amazing and all the girls that night were like this is such a shit weekend such a bad weekend i was like well this is bad like what yeah, is exactly good? and yeah and that was it like i was like hooked instantly I ended up wow. taking a gap year from studying to like just do stripping for a year because i just loved it so much like I, such... I've enjoyed going to work i used to work like seven nights a week and that's yeah. how bold this isn't as well it from was. a study point of view yeah my mum was not happy like how did that uh, conversation <laughs> go down it, it was awful um did so, she know at that point that you were right oh no, wow she knew i worked in the as a receptionist right. which fine with. basically uh-huh. what happened was i had friends down in newcastle mm-hmm. and i used to visit there a lot to go nights out and stuff and then one week 
I came back and I decided I wanted to move there. And then mm -hmm. by the, I think I came back on the Monday and by the Friday I'd already moved there. Oh. And I told him when I was already there, I was like, I'm not coming back. Oh my God. And then I told her I was working as a receptionist in the strip club because I don't want to tell her. And then her best friend lives down there. And then like three months later, she came down. And then weirdly enough, the weekend she came down happened to be the night that my dad's friends came into the club and they told my dad and then they told oh my mom. My God. And she came to my house the next day and she was like, what are you doing? I don't even know where it, oh that's God. like a quadruple whammy yeah, in the one. It was, it, it just all happened at once and I'm glad it did because it's better that way. Did you know that it was your dad's friends that were there? Yeah, because I went up to them and I was like, oh my God, you're Scottish too. Oh, so it was in Newcastle and man. they were like, oh my God, you're, I won't say his name, but you're this person's <laughs> yeah, daughter. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh my God, and it was his staff. Like, oh man. And they knew, who, he, they, he'd worked in that company for years, so they knew instantly. And oh my God, it's horrible. <laughs> And and that, the next day was horrible. I suppose the shoes here as well, though. Yeah. It kind of got it out of the way. Yeah, it got it out of the way. Um, and then mum came to my house. She, oh, she came to my friend's house, mm -hmm. her daughter. Like, I lived there. She didn't know I lived there either. Right. And it was just a big mess. And oh, man. She was so angry. <laughs> so angry. She was I like, please come home. And I was like, no. I suppose, but from... Yeah. She's also got the... You've, you've left the study part mm -hmm. for a year. Yeah. She thought you were doing the receptionist part. You've moved. Yeah. And then that's all happened and it's all kind of just it's came just, down. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And how is she now with, with the whole kind of situation? She is all right with it. Mm -hmm. we, like, she still doesn't like it. Yeah. Um, but I end up finishing my studies, which she was happy about. Mm -hmm. um, she's, she's still a bit funny about what I do, yeah. but a lot better. Yeah. Like, she prefers me working online than going to the club. Yeah. Because obviously I'm not like, dangerous yeah and if yeah. you that that's something that obviously people probably don't see that mm -hmm. that side of it because yeah. they'll maybe anybody that's went in they'll come in pay their money get a dance etc and mm -hmm. go but from that point of view have you been in that situation where it, it does kind of cross that line yeah i've had like people like wait outside clubs for me and stuff like that Jeez. and i've had quite a few, i've had i think the worst thing that happened to me was i danced in cavos mm -hmm. and a guy literally picked me up and threw me like, Why? Just... Um, because he wasn't like touch me. So I said no, but he, he just like that. And yeah, it's horrible. Like, but yeah. now that can't happen, I guess. <laughs> Is he like, yeah. like see, in those situations, mm -hmm. were you still like, no, I'm, I'm going to keep doing this? Did I ever, do you ever get to a point mm -hmm. where you're like, this is, a, this is a bit iffy? Never iffy, but I have quit like a million times. Yeah. Like, not quit, but like just be like, I'm never coming back Aye. because I've not made enough money. Or mm -hmm. customers annoyed me, or I've got an argument with my girl, or something like that. Yeah. But um, never like things like that because they are so rare. Like mm -hmm. I've been dancing for four, five, five, six years yeah. now, and it's a handful of times that it's yeah. been bad. Like it's not regular. It's, it's definitely not regular. Mm -hmm. It happened like other jobs as well. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. and I suppose probably similar to, to other areas I work as well. Is there a kind of competitiveness between? All the girls because at the end of the day you're trying to make money mm -hmm. and you're trying to oh, make as much money yeah. as you can but how does that working relationship it's go very competitive right. um like there's so many arguments basically like i like to describe it and people ask me at strip clubs it's like being in high school like the mm -hmm. american high school though where yeah. all the girls are like bitchy and stuff <laughs> like it's really weird because i was never like that i was like bullied in that in school yeah and then i had to become like this new person when i joined like the club yeah. i have to like you have to if you are shy and you do not stand your ground mm -hmm. you're gonna get walked over and people are gonna steal your customers and they're gonna like yeah. take piss at you. they're going to bully you basically yeah. you need to like become a new person and was that so, a kind of learning curve for you oh 100% going, going I really had to like learn to be like stand up for myself like 
But then once you do, like, because it's so competitive, because like you can be friends in the changing room, you can sit and chat. Yeah. But as soon as you're out on the floor, that's somebody's rent, and that's like your yeah. rent. You need like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's money. So. Yeah, that's it. And that, at the end of the day, that's that's your office. Mm-hmm. Is that, it's not uh, like a game or anything? No, like that? Yeah. no, 100%. Yeah. And do you think people have that kind of misconception that you just make thousands a night oh, and God, it's so yeah. easy? And yeah. you must get that a lot oh, of people yeah. saying, like, why do you need to work six days mm-hmm. a week? Surely you earn 10 grand in, yeah. in two nights and things like that. Oh, but how God, do you deal yeah. with that side of it? Everybody thinks I'm rich. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> like, does that annoy you though? That it kinda... does because I think people assume I have like way more money than what I do. Yeah. And my job's easy. Mm-hmm. Like I have had nights where I've owed the club money and you'll go, so you have these like two, three months of like mm-hmm. dryness and like, yeah. and it's just horrible. Um, yeah. How does that work then in the sense of if you're, if you're in a club, mm-hmm. do you, need to pay them a set amount or how does mm-hmm. that side of things work so it really does depend on the club mm-hmm. um from clubs that i've worked in they'll take a house fee at the start of the night mm-hmm. um that can go up every hour so if you want the club opens at nine it's yeah. 10. and then well the first club i worked in took the house fee and then they'll take a percent of your dances and a percent of like when you're using the vip rooms okay some clubs will take a like a set amount at the end of the night like on a saturday night it's 100 a friday night's 80 mm-hmm. like that um yeah. and some clubs will just do it through your dances mm-hmm. or like that really so it just depends everything will take a cut from something yeah and yeah. i suppose that's stressful for you then mm-hmm. because if you're sitting at maybe half 11 12 and it's no been busy mm-hmm. you're then worrying about coming out oh, at the end 100%. of the night and a minus and, yeah, and losing out on yeah. it yeah and then you get those nights where it's really busy and all the yeah. customers are in but they're not spending any money and then the club yeah. is like they'll get angry at you like why haven't you made any money tonight but then every guy you speak to they'll be like no i'm just in for a drink just and mm-hmm. that's frustrating really i can imagine yeah because it's not like you're just being handed a salary mm-hmm. everyone yeah. fits it's like a, it's a sales pitch oh 100%, at the end of the day yeah. isn't it's, it? it's, it's all sales like that's insane yeah and from the the, the point of view of the kind of the stereotype of a male or female mm-hmm. that goes into a strip club did you find that it isn't just that kind of guy that's that's deemed the kind of loner mm-hmm. that would go in do you find it's people from oh yeah all like, manner of areas honestly don't really get that like stereotypical loner yeah. that goes in it's very rare yeah well you do like on the weekdays but mostly mm-hmm. it's group of guys mm-hmm. stag do is definitely yeah. um mostly it's just a group of guys that just been in town and they've mm-hmm. walked in like by chance or whatever. Yeah. Just normal people. Like, that's what people say, like, oh, you're dancing for old men. The people I dance with are so normal. Yeah. Like, like literally like, the most normal people you'd ever see. And it's that, I suppose it's that kind of, it goes with the money thing. People yeah. just think it's kind of old 50, 60 something guys mm-hmm. that are rich that are just going there. Mm-hmm. But it, it isn't as, no, it's kind of broke not. down as yeah. that. You do get that, obviously. Yeah. But it is mostly just groups of guys just like wanting to laugh in that. Mm-hmm. So crazy mm-hmm. what were you studying a uh, tv production nice yeah and did you even when you'd finished that were you still kind of fully focused on staying with, with strip mix etc or did you ever want to go into tv um, production job wise always wanted to work in tv mm-hmm. and the cameras and stuff like that like, yeah I, I was really passionate about it first yeah. year and uh, that's a chat that mentioned before that's the reason why i got into the strip as well because mm-hmm. i know that you have to like jump around and like work for minimum wage and stuff yeah. first but then when i hit my final year i just hit a block and i burnt out and i didn't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. and then i just got through the year and then yeah. I, I still i don't really want to work in tv anymore oh, man. yeah i just i don't know i was in all these like facebook groups of like mm-hmm. tv jobs and everyone yeah. was just being really rude and 
like if your CV has this written on it, don't even expect a job and wow. you need to work minimum wage. And it just, oh, I just, I think you need to be really, really passionate about yeah. it. And I just, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Like. Do you think you'll ever go back to it or? Maybe one day. Yeah. But right now I don't have it in me. Yeah. Like, I can't sit here and pretend that I love cameras. <laughs> yeah. And I can't sit there and say like, I've sat studying all this. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose it's different because again, a lot of people that had kind of reached out to the page and you've went and studied, you've got mm -hmm. your degree, etc. You've done all that mm -hmm. hard graft. Whereas people may think somebody that goes to do strip or OnlyFans, etc., is somebody that hasn't got a career, yeah, doesn't know well they're going to do yeah. that kind of dead end work. But it's not always the case because mm -hmm. you could go and do that TV yeah. production thing. But the the stripping obviously provided that income, and you're right. Mm -hmm. Where would you get five hundred quid exactly. legally yeah, well, in, yeah. in any sort of yeah. work? Like, do you know what I mean? Night, yeah, it yeah. just doesn't happen. But it doesn't. Go, going from that, obviously, from the online stuff, like the OnlyFans, etc., where did that start for you? So, with OnlyFans, I started that in 2018, mm -hmm. which is quite, like, I don't know when the site came out, but that is quite yeah. new to it. Um, it was my friend, Dee, right. that was doing it, uh -huh. um, and she told me about it, and then I actually asked my mom, I was like, would you be okay if I did this? Yeah. And then... Um, uh, I did it, and I didn't even make much. I think I made $500 my first month, right? which, like... I thought it was quite good yeah. at first, but yeah, it was very, very different because that was my first, like I was 21, mm -hmm. 22 when I started on fans and that was the first ever like naked picture I'd ever taken myself. Full like, fear. I'd never done it before. <laughs> like, and it was like, I had to upload it and yeah, I just thought a, a bit of extra money. And, How yeah. was that though? Like, see that first picture mm -hmm. that you're ready to upload? Yeah. Like, what's your mind? Oh, I was so scared. I was like, <laughs> this is going to be all over the internet. Like, I was terrified. Yeah. Like, even more so than stripping like stripping was just easy yeah but only fans i was so scared like it did take me a long time to like progress like my content mm -hmm. like, i think it like two years it took just to like actually like do the full everything yeah it took a long time but um yeah and the the, the thing that a load of people asked and me, me and paul were talking about this when when i'd said to paul that i was i was going to interview you without being crass right for, mm -hmm. for any any male or female there's so many free places out there mm -hmm. where they could go and look at yeah. online pictures, look mm -hmm. at online videos. Why do you think people go down that OnlyFans route of subscribing? And do you think it's more of a, a kind of connection with people or more of a relationship type? But from your point of view, how do you see that difference? So definitely see it from like a connection. Yeah. Like you can talk to me all day. You can mm -hmm. ask me how my day is going yeah. and all that. And if you, you can't like, if you're on like Pornhub or whatever, you can't like message the girl in the video and be like, hey, can you do this for me? Like, yeah. can you do this kind of video? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely the connection Like, you kind of feel like, like, you, I don't know if you like, don't feel like you're doing anything wrong because mm -hmm. you can speak to that person, you know yeah. they're okay. Whereas on the video, you don't know who this person is. You don't know their name or anything, but you can speak yeah. to me and you can ask me if I'm okay with this. What, yeah. You know, it's connection. And is it, do you get some people where it isn't like a physical attraction or a sexual thing? It is just that, people who want to have a conversation with, with somebody. Yeah, you will get people subscribing to you or even like it's a webcam as well. Yeah. Want to just speak to you, just have yeah. a conversation. Yeah. That's mental. Mm -hmm. like, see, before I'd kind of arrange for you to come on, I'd never really looked into the whole OnlyFans thing. Yeah. I never realised how big it is it's from huge. a monetary yeah. point of view. I yeah. think it was like seven or 800 million. It's insane. It like, had generated yeah. like over the last few years. But from from your point of view, how do you keep yourself relevant? How do you keep that content coming 
on a kind of daily or weekly basis to keep yourself at that point where you're making money well like twitter yeah and that and instagram and i'm constantly uploading like mm-hmm. i upload like maybe like, when i do one set like every other day about 60 pictures and a Jeez. couple of videos in one go um, so I'll do that and I just like I, keep, I like to do new things as well I like to like collabing mm-hmm. is huge right. like see if you collab with people uh-huh. that really helps because obviously you get their followers my followers yeah. and that's like the big one right now doing it because it is hard like if, if I like stop working for like a week I'd probably lose like half my income for the month Jeez. like you have to be on it yeah. all the time like I was thinking about it the other day like since 2018 I don't think a day has gone by where I haven't looked online and done some work on it like every single day I'm always on it like, do you enjoy it though? Do you enjoy that aspect um, of it as well? Like yeah, the online aspect? I do enjoy it. Um, I think, I, I, yeah, I do enjoy it. But mm-hmm. I have, obviously, the same for everyone. I have days where I'm yeah. like, I can't be bored with this. Yeah. Um, but it gives me so much freedom. And then when I am online, it's only a couple hours. Yeah. So it's here and there. Yeah. What 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 is a typical day like for you mm-hmm. like across the board? What would your day look like normally? So I usually like get up and then if I go the horses, I go to the gym mm-hmm. and then I'll come home and I'll start a webcam session. Mm-hmm. So I do about five hours a day webcamming, like okay. five five days a week. Right. And then in between while I'm camming, I'll just be on my phone mm-hmm. doing I'll do like the Twitter like stuff mm-hmm. and like all that. And then afterwards I'll probably take some content and do that. And then yep. I'll probably like watch TV or something while going on Twitter and Instagram yeah. and just like promoting mm-hmm. and all that. And then obviously getting back to my mysteries as well. And then my friend also, she does, she's my assistant for it. Uh-huh. So she'll reply to a lot of mysteries and stuff for me. That's insane. So that that's a lot of yeah. different plates that, that is, are spinning yeah. at the one mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I think that's a huge thing as well um, with this job. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it and you want to like make it your full-time thing, you need, you can't just do one website. Yeah. You need to have multiple because you might have a bad week and it, you could not pay rent. Like you need to have multiple yeah. different websites and multiple different things and do you feel that pressure at times as well mm-hmm. with like getting money in oh yeah yeah definitely like sometimes you'll be awake at night and you're like oh i don't know if i'm gonna make them off this week and yeah it's stressful but that's an eight and i yeah. suppose for you as well you've got you've got to worry about the content side of things you've got to do like your your webcam and etc but you've also got people who will message you on a daily basis mm-hmm. and you've got to kind of switch yourself into all those conversations yeah. and i suppose you'll hear people's problems as well and you're worrying about your own how do you how do you manage to kind of compact that into each area so what i've learned is definitely don't tell my followers about my personal issues because they don't care (laughs) like literally like a couple of times i think it was like the first time i covered in january i was so ill and i was messaging them and i was like i'm like literally ill i can't move and Mm -hmm. then they'd be like oh can you get me this video though so you have to completely separate your like that side of your life and just be like the happy person that they, they've is that hard to. though to kind of separate yeah sometimes you get days where you just like it's none of your followers fault but sometimes you'd be in a bad mood and you'd be like i hate you as all no. you just don't care about me but it's just <laughs> stupid and then i snap out of it yeah and you're back yeah. to normal do you think you could do it i know you'd sit there and you've mm-hmm. got like someone that obviously helps you do you think it's possible to do it just on your own like with no um i could but it would be quite hard yeah yeah and i'm quite lazy at times <laughs> so <laughs> this job is maybe lazy that's one thing like not I mean, like, as in, like, losing the work, like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'll just do an hour or two today, where I could just sit, yeah, like, I could sit in the flexible. camps for 10 hours, but, yeah, yeah I'll sit and do five. See, see, from the the cam point of view, does that make more money than the picture side of things, or is there a, a massive difference between... Honestly, I'd say, so I do admire me, OnlyFans and Cammy, I'd say they all make about the same amount a yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes the same amount. Cammy's more boring, though, because you are actually having to sit there for five hours. Yeah. Like you have to 
do that um, and you're on you're chatting to people for five hours straight whereas the, you can just walk away from your phone really fast yeah and switch yeah. it off and, and see with the camera mm-hmm. is it always people where there's a sexual thing there or a physical thing or do you get people on that as well that will just I do get a lot of like, people that just want to chat mm-hmm. um, a lot of it's for free which is not good yeah. but um, a lot of them will pay but not as much I'd say the um, webcam is more sexual like mm-hmm. they just want to come on like have a quick wank and yeah. leave yeah, yeah. and I, I suppose for you then it's just like a business yeah transaction definitely yeah 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 I mean, it's actually, it absolutely blows my mind, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely yeah. blows my mind. And yeah. see the amount of people that are now obviously doing OnlyFans, etc. Is it getting harder and harder to make money of it? Because again, same as the stripping, you'll, you'll see headlines of people making mm-hmm. X amount of thousands a month yeah. and people will then go, well, everybody must do that. They must make the same amount. Yeah. But from your point of view as a creator, how hard is it to keep that money? Um, well, I thought, I always keep saying like, oh, I don't want more people to join. Mm-hmm. Of it. But honestly, if I look at it, it hasn't really affected me. Yeah. Like I have like more little following mm-hmm. and I have loyal people that have followed me for years. Yeah. So I don't find it too difficult if I'm being honest. Like mm-hmm. I always thought I would. I'm like, I don't want this to go mainstream and all that. But yeah. it, it's gotten better actually, mm-hmm. weirdly enough. Yeah. And obviously the elephant in the room is the mm-hmm. whole only fan issue that erupted yeah. over the last week or two yeah what, what was your take on that so i actually wasn't too fast i like my i make more money on admire me the most right um and when admire me first came out mm-hmm. i actually didn't use my only fans for a full year right because like we like the website was just new so i survived about that before mm-hmm. so i was just like you know what these customers will follow me elsewhere yeah. and you know what, if i lose that money um from only fans i can i'm sure i can find it from somewhere else yeah. like, where the customers aren't going to leave yeah. Like for like, cause that's not my primary like website. Mm-hmm. I felt for people that it is, cause a lot of people that is our main website and yeah. that would affect them a lot. And I was very lucky that I happened to do other things. Like mm-hmm. if it means I had to like work like an extra couple hours, like cam a week, I would. I was okay. Yeah, it's still easier than yeah. being in that if you need to go and work in an office mm-hmm. for yeah, ten exactly. hours to make the same yeah. money. So I wasn't too stressed about yeah. it. Yeah. And see the the other ones like admire me and that do mm-hmm. they work the same way or is like a kind of different um, format no they pretty much work the same way mm-hmm. um admire me pays in pounds that's pretty much right. the difference right, okay. you get more money with that one just because yeah. you don't have to do the dollar thing right okay and that's a british based one so that's pretty much the main yeah thing. just the yeah. same and i see from the point of view of when you're talking about stripping and there is that ultra competitive mm-hmm. environment is it the same in the online world or is there more of a support network as such for, um, for each other in that that situation so i would say it's pretty much the same situation it's pretty much like twitter is basically like the changing room of the strip club right, basically right okay um but it, when it comes down to it it can be competitive like mm-hmm. if you thought a girl's customer or something that'd be problems like right okay and there's a lot of like bitchiness in it there's a lot of great people yeah but there, there's arguments and there's bitchiness it's the same really so just over your content and then mm-hmm. someone else's and yeah it's like just an online strip club isn't it really so just, just living a constant high school we can yeah but i'm <laughs> very like i don't i like my main thing is i try not to give my opinion on twitter mm-hmm. a lot or i try not to get into arguments a lot just because i don't like confrontation yeah at all i, I hate it, it right, okay. anxiety yeah so i like to just keep to myself like that mm-hmm. and i think it's better that way it's yeah, the same okay. in the club as well like mm-hmm. i always just kept to myself like have more little friends and yeah yeah 
And see, the, see for the kind of collab point of view, mm-hmm. do you would you do that with people that you kind of trust, or would you branch out and try and speak to kind of other um, creators yeah, and things? Well, or aye, that's what they do. Um, they would just message me and be like, "Do you want to collab?" And I'd be mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. Like, if they have a lot of followers and stuff, or even though, not even if they have a lot of followers, if they have like an account with like the OnlyFans yeah. and it seems safe enough, and they've collabed before, mm-hmm. um, we do like when I do collab, will they have to be certified though? Right. Like, okay. Um, like SAD checks and all that. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. And is it that whole kind of trust element as mm-hmm. well, I suppose? Because if it's somebody that you've not worked with before yeah. and obviously they might have a following, but it might be very different from yours. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I suppose from your point of view, you're placing a lot of trust in people from you that are, point of view yeah. as well. But then if you don't make money off it, you don't make money off it. Yeah. That's it really. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's not like that big of a deal for like yeah. a collab and... You don't make as much as that. You d- I don't rely on it. Like Yeah, it's just all. an additional. Yeah. And see on the online stuff, and this was actually a question that I think about 80 females had messaged mm-hmm. the page and asked me, do you think there's a shelf life for it from a from a career point of view? Do you think there's only so long you can do it or do you think it's something that you could do? So I always thought there was like a shelf mm-hmm. life. Um, especially dancing, so I always thought there was, but I don't think so anymore. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of older people doing it, right? And I think there's a market for everybody. Yeah, and it's whether you want to do it for like the rest of your life. But if you wanted to, I'm sure you could. Yeah, I'm sure you could build up a big enough fan base to be mm-hmm. able to do it for your whole life. Yeah, yeah. If you work hard enough, as long as you like don't neglect your pages. Yeah, and like you actually keep it consistent, then yeah, definitely you could do it till you're old, I guess. And I suppose with the the social media world, mm-hmm. obviously. As much as there's a lot of good with it, there's mm. a lot of yeah. crackpots with it yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it, probably more so from the type of work you do, you will attract mm. even more from that yeah. from that area. Whether you've got a normal online account or Instagram or Twitter, or whatever. But if you're like Cam and you've got OnlyFans, etc., how do you switch off for that side of things? And do you get that a lot? Do you get a lot of kind of random messages from people? See, I'm very lucky. I don't really know why I'm so lucky, but I've not had much hate at all. Right, okay. Like, I've had the odd one over the last couple of years. Like, I barely get any. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because I just don't share my opinion on things or yeah. whatever. Um, but you just have to ignore it. There's, I think the worst thing you can do is, like, take their bait mm-hmm. and start arguing with them. Yeah. Yeah, I've had, I've had my fair share at least, but not much. Yeah. Not much to, like, put me off or anything. Because, like... If you do anything, like you yeah. could have any job in the world and you'll probably get abuse online. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I suppose. And it's good as well that obviously you've you've been in a situation where you've not had that mm-hmm. that much. Because even when I was having a look on Twitter a couple of weeks ago and it was, can't remember the account and I wouldn't name it anyway, but like she was getting dogs mm. abuse. It is horrible. Like, and you're reading really something horrible. and you're like, that's yeah. a human being. Yeah, man. like sometimes I see it and I'm like, Someone's doing that to me. I actually don't know if I'd be able to cope. Yeah. Like, it's horrible. Like, what it's, people get. Do you think you develop a thicker skin? Oh, 100%. Just naturally? Yeah, you have to. Mm-hmm. You have to not care what people think. So, if I, if I cared what people thought, then I'd be yeah. a big mess. Like, mm-hmm. it's horrible. People are so nasty. Yeah. Really bad. And I know we'd spoke about your mum mm-hmm. and, and your dad, obviously, and, and how they found out. Yeah. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. But, yeah. obviously, family and friends is a massive circle. Mm how how is that side of things because you you know yourself that everybody's got a view on everything and yeah. everybody's got an opinion on everything yeah. but how is the kind of wider family and your friend circle with, with what you do so like i've made 
like my best friends are all in this industry. Yeah. Made some amazing friends. Um, a lot of people have been very supportive. Like I've never had a friend like be nasty about it mm-hmm. or anything. Um, everyone's pretty supportive. But the only thing I would say, I literally like only have a couple of friends that are females that aren't in the industry. Yeah. Kind of. Sh- I don't know why I find it hard to be friends with girls who aren't in the industry. I suppose yeah. it's it's just a totally different world. Yeah, I feel like they always think I'm gonna like sleep with their boyfriends or something. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's like something. I don't know why, but like I don't know. Yeah, but um, I have like male friends as well. Yeah, we don't really speak about it. It's just which is good though. Yeah, it's great. Like I couldn't deal with like having friends that like want to speak about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And do like, you get that a lot? Do you yeah. get people don't kind of throw stuff at you all mm-hmm. the time? Yeah, when I first started dancing, like I felt like a lot of people just want me around because they're like, oh, she's a stripper. Like just yeah. using that, yeah. it was like kind of a cool thing, and like mm-hmm. they'd introduce me to their friends. Like this is um, Heather; she's a stripper, and I hated that. Yeah. I really didn't like that. Well, I suppose as well, yeah. You're then having to deal with people stereotyping you before mm-hmm. you even said I want exactly, to them. Exactly, exactly. Oh, couldn't deal like, with that. It's like I'm comfortable telling you what I am, but like I didn't like that. So, yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's different if you're telling someone, but if people mm-hmm. are already got that wee perception worrying yeah. away in their head it's hard for you to then mm-hmm. build any sort of relationship with that Definitely. person. Definitely, and then a lot of people refer me to the stripper. And oh, it's just like, that. oh, don't do that. <laughs> it's like, it's just me. Like It's that. like you're letting my whole job like define my entire life. Yeah. So yeah, that was like, but now because all my friends like are in the industry and mm-hmm. everyone knows, it's not really like that anymore. So it's good. And it's I suppose it's good as well having friends that are in the industry because mm-hmm. when you are having those shit days, they can relate Definitely. because they've had them yeah, as well at times yeah it's great like they're so supportive of everything like we can't they're not gonna sit and be like when you get in an argument be like will you put this online because yeah. they do it too yeah so that's an argument yeah. as well like you'll be friends with somebody and then they'll get into like one argument be like well you're a, you're a slag you're a stripper so yeah and i suppose that's the kind of goes back to like any working environment like whether it's male or female mm-hmm. people just go for something that they think exactly. will both like hurt the other person it's kind of your weakness basically yeah so. whereas from your point of view what why would it be a weakness mm-hmm. it's your job exactly. it's, it's what you do it's how you earn a living exactly and it's like not not everything about me it doesn't like define me no know? that's it and yeah. the, the thing i think that's why I, w- I was so curious to get someone on from that industry because for me, there's there there isn't a difference mm-hmm. on me going to work and earning money and you going to work and earning money. Yeah. There's a different way of doing it, and I think it's good to speak to people that do it as a job because people can then squash those kind of stereotypes that they've got in their head because mm-hmm. they don't exist. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just a kind of you're not sitting there making a hundred grand a weekend and exactly. <laughs> fucking, why would you be working seven days a week? Yeah, exactly. If you did, and yeah. it's as you say, people don't think of your first night and you make 20 quid yeah do you know what i mean like you have so many bad nights yeah <laughs> would you go into like an office and work for nine hours and the, your boss goes they're, they're 20 quid Literally. you'd be like yeah <laughs> or no it's like your boss would come over and be like by the way you owe me 40 quid that's horrific so. and is there a is there a pressure from the stripping side of things that you are under to keep your job like do they always keep girls on or does there come a point where they may get rid of people oh or? i got fired did <laughs> you? so how does that work how do they measure that um, success they, they won't really do it because they will fire you because you've not made enough money yeah. and that they'll find some reason you get like um i don't know it depends on the club mm-hmm. sometimes they'll like mark your name like if you get like four strikes three strikes yeah that, and it's, that yeah. would be hard as well it is <laughs> yeah. because it is such yeah. an ultra competitive environment 
it would just be more pressure yeah, for you. Definitely. And if you think it's like a good club and that, then you get fired. I've only been fired once, to be honest. And I've been to like hundreds of clubs. So that's not bad. Yeah. It's a decent <laughs> average. Okay. Yeah. Take that. I will take that. <laughs> um, a question that a lot of people, again, asked, surprisingly enough, male and female mm-hmm. around not just OnlyFans, but online creating, be it whatever website or whatever company, what advice would you give to anybody who's in the position of they've maybe done something else, maybe done stripping or they've maybe done some other line of work and they want to move into online work based on what you went through from mm-hmm. your side, what would you tell people advice-wise? Advice-wise, um, you can do it anonymously, but it's quite hard. Like mm-hmm. I get that a lot. People mesh me, I want to do it, but I want to do it anonymously because uh, my parents can't find out, my partner can't find out, yeah. people are going to find out. Like mm-hmm. once you start that, they are going to find out yeah. what you're doing. So be ready for that. Mm-hmm. I guess like in our advice for you, you're going to be online forever. Like yeah. you deal with that. You're going to get hate like, mm-hmm. as well. I think another thing is save your money. Save yeah. everything. Also like save the money that you're going to pay in your taxes because you're going to have to pay your taxes. Yeah. Um. So if you made like 300 quid, don't just blow it because yeah. you're going to have bad weeks. Mm-hmm. Saving is huge. Mm-hmm. Um. Have multiple forms of income. Yeah. To promote yourself. Like reach out to other creators and ask if they can have it like shout out for shout out mm-hmm. and all that stuff like that. Um, get into like little Twitter groups. Yeah. Um, try to promote your account mm-hmm. and it might go slow at first, but just mm-hmm. keep going really. And I, I think you've probably just said it there as well. It's another thing like people think that you wouldn't pay tax or anything. Everybody or thinks I don't pay you just taxes. sit like spinning Literally, cash away all the time. Uh, like I've been paying <laughs> my taxes since like I started stripping. Like I pay every yeah. year. <laughs> like I do my own taxes yeah. as well. So like everybody thinks like I don't. Yeah, you're just earning all this money. It's like get a real job, and it's like what what is a real job? Because I pay taxes. So should I just tell the tax man that I can't pay because I don't actually have a job? Exactly, and it it goes back to that: the tax man doesn't care what you do for a job. Like you owe us money. uh Like you can't just like think I can just sit here and earn like a grand a week, and they won't care. Yeah, like obviously I have to pay. You'd have the yeah. whole world just uh, how would you pay doing rent? that for a job. Yeah. You need to like, when you're like going for a house or mortgage or a car, yeah. you need to prove that you're getting money. So Exactly. Yeah. Does that annoy you when people talk, define it as kind of not a real job um, and a hobby as such or just a gimmick? I like kind of just got used to it now. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to argue with them because yeah. I've had that since dancing. Yeah. I don't really care. Like define what is a real job then. Exactly. Like I'm going somewhere, I'm making money. Mm-hmm. What, what's a real job? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it... <clears throat> It's probably if you've got somebody who's maybe sitting doing 35, 40, 45 hours in a, a job and fair play to them, mm-hmm. obviously each to yeah. their own, but they're slating you for doing a job where you're earning a lot of money mm-hmm. and you're thinking, well, who's the real, who's the real mug here? Mm. Because if you're choosing to slate someone for them earning money because you don't necessarily agree with what they're doing, it doesn't make that job any less yeah. real than, than the true. one that you're doing. It's just... Yeah. It baffles me. Definitely. I think another thing <clears> that does annoy me, though, is I do see a lot of, like, creators, like, be like, why would you even work at, like, an office job or whatever mm-hmm. and make this when I- I'm making this much money? And I think everyone's on their own path. Yeah. And if you want to do it, like, if you don't want to do sex work, you, you don't have to. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's another thing that you've got the two sides to it. And I suppose it's, for most people, they probably go into that situation, see the money that is potentially there. Mm-hmm. And it would be hard to walk away from because, as mm. you say, you have a look around. There's not a lot of other places where you would earn yeah, that is true. X amount of money for that period of time. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can go and earn money in other jobs, but 
it's the flexibility and things it like that as like, well. I could like do it like I don't have any commitments really. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like going holiday or something. Yeah. Like that. But then another thing is like it like it, you have like these people on like Instagram and stuff that have like a hundred K following and then they'll make an like an OnlyFans and then they'll post I've just made like five K this day. Mm. And our people they expect like when they join the site to suddenly be making thousands. Yeah. And then they end up only making like fifty like fifty quid a month or yeah. something. So you can't just start off with like no followers. You need to yeah. you need to build it up. Like I built it up, but I had like no followers at the far, at first, mm-hmm. and I really had to build it up. Long do you think it took you to get into that? Not a space of you're making X mm-hmm. amount, but a space where you felt comfortable mm-hmm. that you'd built a kind of decent base. Um, honestly, I would say 2020. Right. So okay. that's two two years it took me to actually build like the following where like I could live I could live like month to month off mm-hmm. of it. Um, just that's a long pages. time as well to kind that of put is, in yeah. it. Mm. Um, I had to put like Instagram, like constantly working mm-hmm. on that, like constantly mm-hmm. like, putting up like first traps on Instagram yeah. to try to get more followers and Twitter as well. Like it took me a good two years just yeah. to get a following, and even still now, I'm not making anywhere near like some of the bigger girls. Yeah. You know what I mean, and do you think that's what attracts people into it? But mm-hmm. then if you're then saying to them, it's going to take you. 12, 18 months to build that and then they're like, mm, yeah. is that quick money? Yeah, it's not as fast. And then as well, some people will make one and it'll be like all like the people from their town that went up for them. So they'll have yeah. a really good month, like yeah. the first month, but then it's not going to continue. But that's not like mm-hmm. it. Some people can join overnight, be rich, and sometimes it takes time. It's, it's yeah. so hit and miss. Yeah. yeah, you've just got to keep building it. Yeah. 100%. And the, the golden question that... I'm curious about personally, but a lot of people also asked, how do relationships work in that environment? <laughs> because I've seen, like, when I had put the ad out to say, is there anybody that does OnlyFans, etc., that would like to come on? A guy actually messaged me and said, my girlfriend does mm-hmm. it. And I was like, this is the most bizarre conversation <laughs> I've ever had yeah. with anybody. And he was like, she does X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, right. And I was like, have you spoke to her about this? And he's like, no, she'll be fine with it. And I'm like, that's bizarre. But he was like so, so chilled about it. And I'd imagine there's another side to it as well. But how do you find it from a kind of meeting people or or being going out with somebody or how does it work? For me personally, relationships are like non-existent for me. Because of that? No, I don't think it's just me. Right. Like that's something like. Oh, that's one of the things where I was doing the pro and cons when I first started, like mm-hmm. how it would affect relationships. Mm-hmm. But like I've been single four or five years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think about before dancing and I was still like getting messed about and it was yeah. still not that many people were interested in me. Yeah. So it hasn't changed really, I don't think. And do you find it's something that is a kind of sacrifice given what you do? Mm-hmm. Or are you not bothered with that, with that kind of side because you're doing what you enjoy doing anyway? I think definitely puts a label on me or guys mm-hmm. like wouldn't want to speak to me because of it yeah but that's i wouldn't say it's a bad thing if a guy doesn't want to go out with you because he doesn't like your job then that's fine that's mm-hmm. up to him he has a choice yeah but it definitely i think it's like online date i don't even bother with that at mm-hmm. all anymore because it's physically impossible because as soon as you mention your job it's just either just think that you're just gonna like have one night stand with them yeah or like they're just like oh right, okay and ask you loads of questions and then that's it it turns into an interview rather yeah, than and then potentially they, meeting somebody. And it turns, they think they can just, they don't see you as the person anymore. They just see you as this like sexual object. Yeah. Like, oh, can I get some nudes or yeah. do you want to meet for like a hotel or something? <laughs> like, so I don't even, online dating, don't even bother with it yeah. like, at all. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, 
weird requests. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that you've had some random yeah. requests over the, the years yeah. and the deviants of the, the page were all like, ask about the weirdest <laughs> fingers that she's been yeah. asked about or ask her about kind of points that have really stuck out for mm -hmm. other random things that have happened. So up to you, what you yeah. want to say and what you don't want to say. <laughs> I think it's actually quite weird because I've had, had this last month in camps. So last couple of months, I've had two people, like two different people do this thing where they want me to comb my hair, like just comb it and like tie it back. Right. And like they want to watch me slowly tie my hair back and then undo it and then like <laughs> just do it like that and stuff. That's strange. Another really weird one I've had quite a few times in mm -hmm. the past, like, I didn't even know this was a fetish, right. is um, like broken ankles or broken wrists or something. So I've had like, so a guy asked me like on cams, have you ever broken your ankle? And I was like, yeah, I broke it like, like a year ago or something. Right. And he was like, it took me private straight away. And that's when they're paying like minutely for like, the conversation. So what does that mean? Do, so, if you're in like a cam, yeah. do they have the option to go into like yeah, somewhere else yeah so they're and... in like the website that i use stream mate they're mm -hmm. in you're in like a free chat and these guys come in got you um and they're speaking to you and then you like take me private right and then they pay minutely got you for that. right so okay the guy took me private instantly and i wasn't even like naked or nothing like Aye. that just talking to him and he's like please describe like what happened to your ankle like <sighs> what happened how bruised was it? how swollen was it really sore when you're putting on your shoes um, but then it got really strange and he was like i'd push you around in a wheelchair and all that would you what? let me push you around here and he was like would you help would can I wash you and like, can I help you change you with the toilet? And that's when I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Jeez. This is, this is where I've cut the line. I'm not, that's too far for me. That's bizarre. It's strange. And I had, do you know what? I thought it was just one off. And then like, I logged in a couple of weeks later and it was another one and another one. And these are all different people, like different accounts. And they're just what, like, please describe your broken ankle. And I was like, oh, thank God I broke my ankle. Like, I'm not like a couple of years ago. Cause now I can describe just it. I don't understand why anyone would have any sort Ooh. of kind of, enjoyment they were like please tell me how swollen it got and how bruised it got and they were i don't know it's the oddest request i don't get it does anything shock you um it didn't sh like not really anymore no. it didn't really shock me just like that's kind of strange yeah yeah i think I, I think when i first joined i was very um like when i first started stripping I, mm -hmm. i'm very like, innocent or whatever mm -hmm. and um a lot of, like a foot fetish one, I didn't get it. It's so common now, I don't even care. But like, yeah. that was weird to me at first. Like, yeah. Feet. yeah I suppose strange. there's so many different kind of tastes and mm -hmm. each to their own, but the kind of hair thing and the yeah, that was broken ankle thing is bizarre. Yeah, there's another one that I don't personally do it just because I don't really get asked a lot, but my friends do. Mm -hmm. It's called Splotion, I think it is. And like, you put like food all over you. <laughs> like squash just like, you like, yourself or they um, put I, food on you no i think like they can do it you can do it in groups or like you can do it yourself like pour like beans over you or like oh, bananas no. or chocolates <laughs> i'm quite happy that i've never really been asked that because i don't really fancy that no. but um that's an odd one that would be random yeah especially um, well it depends on the type of food because somebody yeah. says to you it's like baked beans or oh something, god no, like, no, i'd be like, like, beans. i'm not putting beans on <laughs> <laughs> like that's not happening <laughs> but uh, that's quite a common one it's oh, strange man. But then I kind of like want to break my arm or something because like, if I had a cast, I feel like I'd make loads of money that week. <laughs> like, on Twitter, like, like if I broke an arm. That guy would be back. Like, yeah, I'm here. I know. <laughs> Do you get females as well or is it male only? Um, online, I've only had a couple of females. Mm -hmm. I actually don't dance for girls in the club. I have a rule now um, right. that I personally do not dance for females in the club. Okay. Only because, so I'll, I've always watched and worked in non-touching clubs. Okay. Um, and the, women, the people who have touched me the worst have been women really yeah i've had like a woman like spank my, like spank my ass like so hard that she bruised it Jeez. and i, I don't get in trouble for it as well 
How is that? Because um, oh, because I turned around and she just did it, and then they were like, "Oh, you should have like known not to tell her not to touch and all that. Like, you should have been more strict." I was like, "So," Jeez. and I've had like um, women that really try to touch, like, but, like wow. Yeah, really. Is that surprising for you, like it being was in that very situation? Surprising, yeah, because I don't want to stop dancing for females, but like, yeah, because I think that's quite bad. But like, it just got to the point where I was like, I can't keep getting like touched. Yeah, that. like it's it's getting dangerous at this point. So I just when I dance in strip clubs, I have that rule now. I find that incredible. Uh, yeah, I think it's because they think because they're females as well, and because they think it's like a laugh. Yeah, and they're not doing it like a sexual. Yeah. For me, because it is my job, mm-hmm. I can't have you like trying to do that. Yeah. like it's not appropriate. And you would always assume it would be males. Yeah, in exactly. The, in a strip exactly. club environment, you would yeah. ask a hundred mm-hmm. people, they would say, be a guy. Yeah, 100%. 100% yeah. But the guys are usually all right. They barely, rarely try to touch. So what I do is I get them in and I say, hands at side with no touching. Mm-hmm. And if they touch once, they have to put their hands behind their back. And if they touch something, that's it, done. They're, you're out. And I take yeah. it in that situation, nine times out of ten, people are kind of, right? Yeah, okay. they, like the guys have paid for it. They want the dance. They're not yeah. going to get themselves chucked out for it. Like they will, obviously, yeah. but... Um, why, if you pay 20 quid, why would you want it stopped? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the women, like, I don't think I'm like, this is assault if you That's just right. keep going. I yeah. control females. I know, literally. <laughs> so, Bonkers. Yeah, I, after like probably like 10 times of that happened, I was like, I can't do this yeah. anymore. Like, sorry to, sorry to the women, but <laughs> I can't risk it anymore. If you were to change anything about mm-hmm. the industry, what would it be? If you had the option to change um, anything? I've had the option. In the club, in the strip club, I want an early wage. <laughs> like, really? Do you because, think that would be better? Yeah, I'll take less money for dance or whatever because mm-hmm. you have to, sometimes you go on stage and you're getting topless on stage and you're entertaining all the customers. Mm-hmm. And then if you're making more money, I've sat and worked and entertained your customers and gone on stage for mm-hmm. what? Like nothing. Yeah. So I'd like even £2 an hour <laughs> or yeah. something like that. Does any club do that or do they all not that the I same know, in that sense? Um, not that I know of personally. Mm-hmm. I'm sure maybe somewhere, but yeah. not that I know of. So... Probably change that. Yeah, and I suppose it would be a kind of whether girls would take that or whether they would prefer mm-hmm. what they're doing just now. Because as you say, if you've got those days where, and I'd imagine you've had them if you go into a club and there is only like a dozen people mm-hmm. or less, and you're dancing, and you're like fucking. You go, you get like a couple, a group that will come in, and they'll sit and they'll be like a Monday night, and yeah. they'll be the only group that come in, and you'll go on stage like four or five times, mm-hmm. and they won't buy anything. Yeah, and you've just wasted money coming in. And yeah. It's like, why so yeah and on the busier nights Mm -hmm. how does it work in the sense of are the girls rotated or or can you all work on these nights or how do clubs can i do that side of things it really does depend on the club Mm -hmm. um so most clubs in the uk you book in the shift right so some clubs um it'll be you do a monthly rota Mm -hmm. or you'll just do your weekly rota Mm -hmm. and usually how it works is um if you say i'd have to work on friday I've said I'm going to work on Friday. Mm-hmm. I can't just like call up, like I can't just not show up. Yeah. Like you're booked or you get fined. You're booked right, in that okay. shift. And then if you're sick or something, mm-hmm. usually you have to find another girl to cover you. Right, so that's okay. how it works usually. It's like a regular job. Yeah. I can't just like say I'm going to work tonight and not bother mm-hmm. coming in. I can't just text at nine o'clock and be like, I'm not coming in anymore. Yeah. And like, I suppose it's yeah. the whole thing we of if you're sick mm-hmm. or anything like that, you yeah. can't just be like, get my sick pay and, yeah. and sit and be fine for X right, amount exactly. of weeks. Yeah. You put the pressure of, I need to get back to work mm-hmm. and, yeah. and start earning money. It's the same as like an office job. Like you couldn't, if you started at nine that morning, you can phone yeah. your boss up at five to nine, but like, by the way, I've got a headache, I'm not coming in. Yeah. Like he'd be like, what? No. Yeah. Like, unless you're like really ill. Mm-hmm. It's 
you need to like it's the same as every other job because they rely on you coming in to make yeah. their money they can't have no girls show up so. how do you find the owners of the clubs because there's been numerous documentaries mm-hmm. and numerous programs about kind of owners of strip clubs and how they're perceived but from someone that, that's worked in one do you feel that's a fair representation or have have you found a kind of different viewpoint um, on it i find a lot of owners are awful right there's only been a handful of good ones for mm-hmm. me they, they'll take like all your money yeah like obviously they're good clubs i've worked in a good few clubs but mm-hmm. a lot of them are awful and they yeah. just care about your money especially like the men well not all the men run, run ones but a lot of the men run mm-hmm. ones yeah they're quite bad and it's just purely see the girls as your money yeah yeah, yeah you make money mm-hmm. but they have been have had great managers as well yeah so it really just depends yeah interesting a question that i always ask people no matter like what area the work they're in obviously you you started stripping when you were 19 19 20 say? i think it was yeah so let's take heather back to when she was 19 mm-hmm. based on everything that you've went through everything that you know now what would you tell yourself at that starting block maybe see what i'm passionate about mm-hmm. instead of going after money go after that as well but also I'd, i wouldn't say don't dance yeah i'd say dance i think not even for the money at all like the confidence it gave me like a lot of people say that when they meet me like years later they're like you're so different like you're mm-hmm. so confident now mm-hmm. like helped me a lot yeah that. but um definitely like don't let go of your passions yeah like study more <laughs> Like, <laughs> but then you still yeah. got your your qualifications yeah, I still anyway. Got it, but well, I didn't get the grade I wanted at all. I mm-hmm. got quite low grades because I just gave up. Yeah. But um, I'd say if just find something you're passionate about and mm-hmm. focus on that as well. That's it. definitely same as well. This is blowing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and I, I mean that in the nicest way. It's just mm-hmm. good to because like everybody else before I'd spoke to you and you look at all these kind of platforms you do build up a premonition in your head mm-hmm. and you see these people that are like, oh, I earn X amount a month and you think, right, that must be fucking easy. Yeah. Easy money. But I've never thought about it from the other side of you're relying on people subscribing mm-hmm. when you're working in the club, you're relying on people coming in and, exactly. and paying for a dance. Yeah. If they don't, you don't get paid. Oh, 100%. Like, I have, like, bad mums, just like everyone has yeah. bad mums. I have my good mums and I have my bad mums. Like, sometimes I barely make, like, not even minimum wage a week, mm-hmm. you know. And does it ever, yeah. does it ever put you off, or do you just put it down to it's just one of the weeks? Yeah, some. Well, sometimes I like panic and go on Indeed.com and be like, I need to find a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, then I'll have a good week the week after. I suppose, right? but when you're saying about saving and that, mm-hmm. it's having that sensible approach as well. Yeah. Of don't just kind of spend what yeah. you've got coming in. I was very stupid my first year of dancing. I was making so much money. I don't even want to think about it, honestly. And I just blew it all. Like, just going out. I went so many holidays. <laughs> I was going on, like, four or five holidays a year at one point. Just... I suppose, but from yeah. the jo- working in the cafe to, yeah, to that. Yeah, I, I, so I thought this money would last forever, obviously. Yeah. I never thought the clubs would shut down with COVID <laughs> or whatever. Um, but the, before COVID, even the clubs were slowing down. Mm-hmm. I wasn't making as much money, so... I've do you think that's because of the online no i think it was already dying industry before then yeah um i don't know mm. i don't know why to be honest yeah, i don't think it was online i think it's just one of them things just quieting down yeah what's the biggest splurge you've had got to ask oh, now do you know what i'm actually quite bad at not it's spurging i don't really do it um i think I'm, i don't know if this counts as splurge biggest splurge was i decided to go to thailand for a month Right. And I just left everything behind. And yeah, just that's, went. that's definitely so a splurge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I just got all my money right. together, 
and went for like I went till the money ran out and Jeez. I just came home <laughs> yeah was it, was it good amazing I won't lie it was really it was probably the best like one of the best trips I've ever taken and was it one of these kind of like the Newcastle one, like mm. in your head for a day or two and you're like, right, I'm away, yeah, gone, done. Yeah, literally. I, well, to be fair, I thought I'd have lasted longer, but I spent a lot of money, like doing all the trips. Now, like doing like elephants and stuff. Yeah. And all that fun stuff. That's probably, the, that was probably the biggest splurge I've made. Love that. I don't know Amazing. what else I've really splurged on. That's, that's, that's yeah. good on its own. <laughs> Guess what, a car? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Car as well? Yeah. But I suppose it's good because you've obviously realised that now going a few years down the line you do need to kind of yeah. plan a wee bit as well yeah, for those kind of shit times mm-hmm. that you have yeah like i would go out every like every weekend nights yeah. out cocktail bars everything going out for food mm-hmm. uh, going on holiday and now i'm like i would never say no to anything like yeah so be like do you want to hold it next week yeah i'm going to hold it um now i'm so careful yeah like i have to I've, I've got my own like little goals of like what i'm working towards and mm-hmm. i'm not as much I've, i feel like i've done i'm like 25 so i feel like i've done like everything i wanted to do now yeah so now it's time to just like sort myself and get save. the planning head on. Yeah, definitely like plan for the future. I want to get like savings behind me mm-hmm. and yeah, the future, I need to plan Love my future really. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, yeah. it's been brilliant and thank you so much. No bother, it's been good to meet you. Brilliant.